Hello, Got everybody. Got it. Welcome to uh, trying to fix Tuesday the music show. Jay's preoccupied with his hair. Yeah, it's not good tonight. It's the moisture in the air. It rained here. I'm lucky to be alive. Speaking of your hair, Jay. Speaking yeah. of your hair, Ponytail? you have seven days because on the 22nd, Matrix 4 comes out. Oh. And Keanu is sporting a yeah. beard. In I, gotta, that. I, gotta, um, I didn't shave today, and I've got gotta, the black trench get, coat. You got to get it back before then. Yeah. And you, yep. you, you know what I would do if I were you? I'd shave the Keanu lines right here. I might do the Keanu lines, and I might just, die. Just for I that. might just go actual black beard because who cares? Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. Grecian formula, whatever. Yeah. Well, Who cares. Just just model it after his, and I think yeah. he'll be a popular guy. In fact, I expect that on the next Tuesday night music show. I wear the I wear the black turtleneck the and the whole black, bit. Uh, the trench coat. Yeah. I have that from living in Boston. I have a black raincoat that I've not. I don't want a raincoat. My wife's like, why Why do you have that? I'm like, because it rains, and I bought it in like 1990. But it's like I haven't worn it in so long. Why would I get rid of it? Because you're going to be a rain. really popular guy. Next Sadly, week. when I bought it, it was called a raincoat. No. Now it looks like I'm in Columbine. No disrespect to anybody. But I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's in theaters, but it's on HBO Max, too. So everyone's going to see the damn thing. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I will so just walk up and down the street guy. with a dog. Does he have a dog in this one? Oh, that's no, John Wick. I can figure out my characters. Yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> Howie, how are you? I'm frazzled. <laughs> You're frazzled. <That's... laughs> I am. I've been, I've been. Howie has a big gig coming up. He's a little. Uh... I've been programming like crazy and then like redoing it because yeah, I didn't have the stage layout. I still don't know how big the stage is. So I was doing a gig in upstate New York with Eric. Yeah. So yeah. Eric Lake Washington. Placid. Yep. The but, Christmas thing. By the way, we were all talking before we went live. What were we talking about? Something about firefighters and police officers. Okay. I just, mm-hmm. my phone just went off my pocket and on my phone is the first thing. If you can see that Twitter uh, comes up, the Boston police department. There you go. So if you don't think, you, you know, don't worry about the shot following you around. Your phone's already doing that for you. Yeah. I had that big listening. gig last month. I know what it's like, uh, but. The, You're the first one I thought of. I thought this yeah. is what Brian's going through. There's so many unknowns and I'm going to have to. I'm literally going to have to get up at noon, go to the venue. Luckily, the movers are 300 watts, so I'll still be able to see them in the daytime. Yeah, you'll be fine. And and do that and build that show, that part of the show anyway. The, the rest of it's all done. This and is what you then, do. And then just, yeah, that's what I do. And I, I, yeah, uh, I I'm not complaining. It. I thrive on the on the you know the thrill of the edge sure you know, you know so well, yeah you'll you're going to enjoy it that's why you took the, oh I, yeah i know i you will. didn't want to do it you wouldn't have taken it right but yeah i have no doubt you'll be fine yeah of oh course yeah you will. i have no doubt yeah. you'll be just fine but yeah i i get it though it's just like you know but you feel this i did anyway you you feel this just sense of relief and accomplishment on the way home you're like i did it I, exactly I did it. Then you make it home alive and you're like, well, the nice thing is, is that I can be home uh, Christmas Eve at two in the morning and be back here in the chill room. It's like a movie. Hey, I made it. It's like a Hallmark. (laughs) This is one of those lifetime Hallmark movies. 
right? It, it's, it's, like it's, how it's he very... does lighting at Christmas time, nine p.m. Yeah. Sunday. Well, oh well, that was a lot. There was some of the elements that were thrown at me when it was like, oh, it's a concert for a band. Oh, okay, I can do that. So, and then it's like, oh, we would like some Christmas colors and some Christmas chases, meaning red and green, which is. Yes. Cluster laser is done. Sorry. Snowflake Next. gobos. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then yeah, then it's you like you should oh, send yeah. him a TS. You should send him a Trans Siberian Orchestra video, <laughs> like and say this is the last show I did at Christmas, and just have him be like <gasps> to the point when you get there, they just go like, do whatever you want. Where are the no, lasers? Actually, we don't well, have those. Um, well, Eric's Eric's seen my work, so he's um, you know he he's actually uh, worse off than I am. So I you know. I mean, I can count my blessings. He's he bought that video wall. Right. And he's going to be operating the video wall and running sound. And all I have to do is tap on the iPad. <laughs> but don't you think once you have sound dialed in, like, I don't know how big the venue or how many people yeah, are talking exactly. about. Exactly. But uh, really, once you like the other night, yeah. I had an MC who did sound and lighting. He mm -hmm. brought two Chave gig bars hooked them up together, put up mm -hmm. two speakers, and mm -hmm. MC'd. All I had to do was open a case and play music for a bunch of bar mitzvah kids. But right. on paper, it was sound and lighting by Spencer. Right. DJ by DJ J. Brandon. I'm like, guys, it's a bar mitzvah for 100 people. Like, this isn't <laughs> a concert. Like, yeah, this will be thousands. So, you know, it, it's still going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and I get to work with some really high powered movers I, I've never worked with before. But XYZ done. Yeah. You know, XYZ, exactly. Change the color. Oh, turn the prism on. Hey, make it rotate. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll well, be if fun. there's a mistake, you just call it as like, don't you love the way I lit up the front row that time? And had the movers well, point directly down on top of was, the guy doing sound and blind him. I did that on purpose because people love when there's a blind sound man. It's funny you should say that. <laughs> he actually asked me to write a program for that. He said, I want the lights to all go out into the audience. I said, oh, yeah. okay. You do the all blinder right. effect. Yeah. Well, well oh, he, does have, he does have the blinders. He has, um, uh, what the heck are they called? The panel ones? The big, the big three foot by three foot. Oh panel. yeah, yeah, yeah. The real blinders. Real blinders, two of them, powerful. Yeah. Well, it's so funny they're, with they're Brian here. I don't, or whatever. You know, yeah. I remember when Brian went, and this goes back. Gosh, it's got to be like 10, 11 years ago. Brian did a really good video about you know what's your light show look like, mm -hmm. and in your mind you mm -hmm. look at it from behind the table, and then you right. go out on the other side and you're like, oh my god, is that train coming to kill me? I was and thinking I remember, about like, that video. Yeah. I did a video afterwards and I'm like, a wedding. And I remember going, my God, this looks terrible. But from behind the table, I'm like, man, the Revo 3, look at what it does until you stand in front of the table and you go, wow, it's a blinding <laughs> light. So well, that's ever, what's nice about the, the iPad is that I can walk in front of it. And right. I do this in every event. Mm -hmm. And how does it look to the audience? Oh, yeah, I'm blinding grandma. Let me change that a little bit. You know? That's the perspective that a lot of people miss. And I thought it was interesting because right. I made mm -hmm. the mistake for years. Oh, I did, I did too. too. I did too. Yeah. I thought, I thought, yeah, man, point those parts straight out. And for years, great. I was blinding people. You know, I made a well, wonderful you, light show for me. 
to right. no one else. Yeah. No, but, that, <laughs> but then did, it's funny. You know what? It's it's funny you even bring it up that way. We <laughs> talked one night in the chill room about should we be putting lights in the far corners of the room mm-hmm. so that when dancing starts, the lights aren't next to me. The lights are actually on the other side of the room, and now they're coming at me. Because mm-hmm. if you go to like an EDC big show, all those lights are on stage, and they they mm-hmm. really light up the audience, not yes. not by mistake, but by design. Mm-hmm. So in that realm, they're captive. But at a wedding mm-hmm. event or a party that we would do as DJs, people are moving and flowing around. Do you want to have a constant where the lights interact, or you know, it's it's one of those age old questions of you know, how can we improve? I think you can achieve mm-hmm. that with uplighting. And I think I do just yeah, with that do. whole concept. Right. You've got to remember at a concert, like, like at a legit concert, our Lord, the, uh, can't talk a festival right. where you've got, you know, trust. It's not 10 feet above your head. No, it's 50 feet above your head. Right. And it's probably 60 to 70 feet above the audience's head. Mm-hmm. So that light shining down isn't in their eyes because it's above them. It's a different deal. So, right. you know, it, it's all perspective. And I think that we... Well, they're watching lights from that perspective of it involves the performer. We're doing lights mm-hmm. that we feel involve the audience. Right. right. Like, I never think right. of my lighting as, come on me, I'm, until I did the, like, six, seven, eight hundred person New Year's Eve parties where I would purposely put a light you know, whether it was a vertigo or whatever, that only went on me, just so I stood out a little bit. But the rest Mm -hmm. of the lighting was just to flood the room and flood the audience. And it is a weird perspective. It's always been how we've done Mm -hmm. it. And yet when you Mm -hmm. stand out there, you're like, okay, it's a train. There's nothing more than a train in a tunnel coming at the audience (laughs) to kill them. There there are ways. I mean, there's more videos I can probably do on that or an updated video on that or something. So. Yeah, well, and and we, we've yeah. Uh, evolved and gotten smarter. No, we I definitely mean, have. Roller. I mean, yeah. I mean, just the, the the consoles I had before, you did what you could do, mm-hmm. but you couldn't walk around with it. Now with the iPad thing, you can actually walk around the room. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's changed the know. game big time. It really has. Yeah. Big time. Well, yeah. I wanted to... Um, touch on something tonight a couple okay. small topics we can talk about all cool. kinds of stuff tonight i'm not you know suggesting cool. we should talk for an hour on this okay i saw a really interesting post on facebook and it was specific so i don't want to ask the question that was asked on facebook i want to ask more of a general question okay Got you. okay so th- put, put your dj hat on for a minute we're gonna talk music Hold on John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. <laughs> you know what? It's funny you mentioned that before I, I get into this topic. <laughs> because I was almost ready to send you a link. I noticed in my YouTube feed that someone had reacted to John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. And I thought, this video is right up Jay's alley. So what, what, do, a what, what do millennials or Gen Z think of John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band? Jay wants to know. I do want to know. And I, I didn't look at they, the video, but I'll have to send you the link. Well, it, at the All time, right. it was so Springsteen to me that I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I love that rootsy, bluesy, you know, real rock and roll kind of vibe that Eddie and the Cruisers had. But it was, they mm-hmm. made you think the music was from the 50s, right out of the gate. So well, the 60s sound, anyway, wasn't it? Well, 60s, yeah. Yeah. You know, tomato, tomato. It just, it gave you that whole <laughs> decade. Whatever. Long time ago. 
It's a long way, way after how he was born. That's what and I'd like to that. get into yeah. like maybe a little bit of that even after this topic because I had okay. another thought that I wanted to throw out there. Yeah, but go for it. One. Okay, say you're like a DJ at a wedding or a, a bar mitzvah or quinceanera or birthday sure. party, whatever. Are there songs that you only play by request? Yes, but you don't just play arbitrarily because you mm-hmm. think it or or play you, you don't ever get the thought in your head where it's like hmm i think this would work really well here is there anything like that for you yes what yes. song just pick one song that you can think of that you only play by request ymca okay yeah um i'm gonna go with the line dance things as well um on the lines of ymca uh would be like wobble stuff and sure uh, you know the uh, and the electric slide only by request i do play yeah. those if i feel like that they'll enhance the party they'll they'll if bring they don't women ask for out it if i feel Let's, like they need a push start yeah they'll that's bring okay. girls out you play cha-cha right. you play electric they're just wobble. sitting there and they they're not self-starters maybe something like this would get them warmed up so i do i i'll do parties where they're going very well I yeah, don't well, play the line dances. Cupid Shuffle is a great way to go back I down. P- I have PTSD from that, though. <laughs> no, seriously, I did a block party and it was going great until they requested the very first line dance. And then you went into that hole. I didn't have a choice. Then they came running up. Can you play this one next? This one Give next. I played 45 minute set of nothing but line dances. And I. I was at the end of it. I wanted to go. I want yeah. forty-five minutes of line dances because really? I'll play them all together. I'll do. I, that's oh, what yeah. I had to do, do, like a medley in a block. But get yes. out of the way. But you cast what the the game is, in my opinion. You work your way up to Cupid Shuffle because it's the fastest. I'll do Wobble last. I will hear. But here's my th- theory. I do cast for. I do Cupid Shuffle last because it's one hundred and forty BPM. And it's 70 BPM, so it's a double. And what I can do is I can immediately, and I did this at the bar mitzvah Saturday night, pack the floor on that, and I came out of it looped into Soja Boy Cranked At mm-hmm. at 70 BPM, and they went nuts. And even the MC comes over, he goes, dude, I forget about this song. I'm like, I did it at a wedding like six months ago, and it crushed because yeah. I needed to get back down to the slow stuff, mm-hmm. and I followed mm-hmm. it with Lizzo. He goes... Oh, that would kill. I'm like, it did. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a method to the madness. I think I famously told this story real quick. I did a wedding where the bride had met the groom because he was a caretaker for the bride's brother who was autistic, but severely autistic. And he came there with all of his friends from this home that he lived in. Well, the bride had said he loves the Macarena. Great. So there's at one point after one. dinner, I played the Macarena and this is only about six or seven years ago and the brother and all his friends got up and then the bride and groom and then the parents. And now you saw the whole room get up and that was the green light for hokey pokey chicken dance, Casper, every single song I could get my wobble wasn't even out yet. So what I didn't about, have wobble. What about, I didn't um, have. What about whip and nene? It it, was that I, out of time? I played that Saturday night, this past yeah. Saturday, but that wasn't out yet. 
Yeah. Either with Salento. Or right. is Salento the whip and nene? Yeah. The, and Stiletto, the new, isn't it? The uh, giddy up. Oh, yeah. Blanco uh, Brown Blanco or something. Yeah. I got the nothing with that one. Yeah, I played I mean, Old Town Road the other night. They all kind of lost their ass for it. I mean, you know what? If it this is the downside, and this is why I tell people no one can come to a wedding I'm doing or an event, because that client's brother, who was instrumental in the bride and groom meeting, mm-hmm. wanted this music, and every single person in the room ran out on the dance floor. So if you walked in as a prospective client and said, "Yeah, I heard Jay's a great teacher. Oh my God, he's play- oh the chicken dance." Wait, hokey pokey? <laughs> There's no way we're hiring him. But right. for that wedding, for that yeah. group, I couldn't have done better. And I think I ended with like YMCA or something. And they loved it. And the bride and groom were thrilled. And my only job and our only job as a DJ is to take that group of people on this date at that time mm-hmm. and provide them with the best service we can. So I whatever they're in. into... We go. Well, <laughs> I've I've had I've had events where they did not dance at all, but they came up and said great job and tipped me well. And I was like, well, what was it was a political thing. They just did not want to dance and get caught in an awkward gotcha moment. Sure. Looking, you know, and I'm like, OK, well, you know, the, the, as long as you're happy. The, the question that was actually asked. Uh, I I answered yes to, but well, what is there were conditions on it. The question was, do you play Thunderstruck by ACDC at weddings? And my answer was, I only play that song when they ask for it. And it's usually for something like the recessional, if there's a, a, a ceremony or a grand entrance. Now that's interesting. I, I don't think I've ever dropped it as a dance track. I've done it by request. And I've only done it by request. Yeah. But right, right. Well, but because we it, have the go. Nothing that I would say, hey, I think Thunderstruck would fit really well here. I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. No, because you have other but you have other ACDC that you know at pretty much any event, there's a moment in time where Shook Me All Night Long would probably work. Probably. But mm-hmm. you know what? I've n- I don't know that I've ever on my own played "Here I Go Again" by White Snake, even though it's a huge song, and I've had well, it's a breakup go, song. Hey, do you do have it? So. Well, no, no, no. I know, but you know, so is hey. People want we don't Al play a lot of Adele. You people know? want Al Green. Let's stay together, and it's like really okay. Or well, I will know, survive Gloria Gaynor, but he wrote it for his wife who he cheated exceptions on. Exceptions to the rule, right? For some reason, right. I don't know why. I think there's there's the middle of the road songs that we all know work the top 200 and if mm-hmm. you look at the top 200 mobile beat or whoever's you're probably not going to find thunderstruck no you don't but it's a popular right. request for certain activities but, but it's, it's only also for, for the right group well i was saying the other night you weren't here brian i don't know i'm sure you've seen this this year with your events there's a demographic that if you play mr Brightside, yeah you you, you could get a stadium I mean, there's videos on YouTube of DJs playing Mr. Brightside at football games. That's never went away, though. We've always done that. I know, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't played it in years because yeah, it's, it's, nobody yeah, came it's, to me with it. It's become, the, the but it's become a that. bigger thing, it seems. They do, because they sing along to it while they're dancing. Right. 
but it's it's become bigger. Like I can tell you by looking yeah. at my tr- played tracks in Serato, I didn't play it last year. Speaking of ACDC, do you do the thing where you pull the fader down and let them yell out, I'm oh, Mr. Brightside, and 100%. boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spe- speaking of ACDC, uh, now, Jay will be able to give us the answer to this question. Bon Scott was the original singer of ACDC, correct? Yes. yes. And he, he died. Was. He died. Yes. After and, then, the, and then the I replacement was who? Brian Johnson. Brian, Brian Johnson. Johnson always sounds like he's trying to take a dump. I mean, he sings. He was he was with a band called Jordy. Every, but but every time I hear an ACDC song, it he's singing sense. like this, like he's trying to push one out. And you I know, have a hard time with that. Chose I that. think of a guy taking a dump every time I hear anything that's not Bon Scott ACDC. Right, but do you know Bon Scott saw him play with Jordy yeah. in London once, and was so amazed. The next wow, day, wow, it sounds like he's taking a dump, but I like it. But he commented to the guys. Yeah. Man, I saw the greatest lead singer ever. Talk about energy. This guy from Geordie, his name is Brian Johnson. Well, he left early in the show, and what Bon Scott didn't know was Brian Johnson was screaming so much on stage because he was in pain. At the end of the show, by ambulance, they took him to the hospital. His... I guess either his appendix had ruptured or he had kidney stones. I like you're going to start other. talking about gerbils or something. No, wow. no, no, no. He was physically in pain. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. And it was one of those things where when they saw him, they were like, Bon Scott's like, oh, this guy's amazing. It's like, yeah, because he's in agony. And eventually <laughs> the band, when, they, when he died, they contacted him. And But if you ever see an interview with him, he's genuinely one of these like, even though he's a multimillionaire, he's super one of these down to earth. Let's go to oh, the I'm sure he's a great guy. He, yeah. And and, and I, I'm not critiquing him as a human. I'm just saying as a singer. You feel it's forced. Well, it, that's well, what forced happened. Forced is, when... is a little on the nose. Yeah, he's forcing yeah. something. But it sounds yeah, like he's forcing happened. a turd that won't quite that come happened. out of his anus, is what it sounds when, like. When Jay wow. called me last week, I went, Hello, Jay. Yeah, how you doing? He goes, what are you doing? Taking a dump? And I was like, uh, yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have that, that quiet zone where you, the phone, you just look at and you do what I do. You just go, please text. Please text. The show, the show goes south. Yeah. We're fired. We're fired. My fault. I'm the one who brought up the dump thing. Well, I actually sp- I was going to say, I spoke with John last week and he's like, as long as you don't bring up dumping. And I'm like, not me. <laughs> not me. It's Brian. He's fired. Yeah. <laughs> So I made it. I made an observation that I thought Jay would appreciate today. No, I, I, mm, you know, no, okay. a different one, a different one. Oh, different one. Okay, because I'm like, yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, one. we're no, I, I made an observation that I, I thought we, we Jay have, might appreciate. We have topics here tonight, Jay. It's yeah. it's kind ah. of a pop topic thing. We're just I'm bouncing around a little bit. Yeah, I don't understand that concept. I know <laughs> you're always focused, locked and loaded, baby. Tunnel <laughs> vision. Jay Laser Brandon, yeah. What's Laser the Jay. topic? Here's on, here man. we go. Yeah, come on. Get back on track, guys. I was watching, which I haven't watched in for I don't know if I've ever watched it really now that I think about it. I knew what it was, but I hadn't like physically like like seen it happen. Peter Frampton doing Do You Feel Like We Do? Uh, watching him doing that live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, heard the song. Sure. 10 mm-hmm. billion times. Yep. My, Mayo, my sister John had the Mayo album. My brother had John the Mayo. album. Yep. 
mm-hmm. it got played on loop and it got played on classic rock radio and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was using a talk box. Yes. I knew he was using that. With a Leslie speaker. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got the horns that spin. It gives what's called a Doppler effect. Yeah. Almost like a filtering where it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So the talk box, the other one, Deep Purple, uh, John Lord used one on the Hammond organ. Mm-hmm. He had a, yeah, he had a Leslie. The B3, yeah. yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And it gave that same kind of whoosh, 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 whoosh yeah. effect. I mean, amazing yeah. performance. Yeah. And, you know, My the first talk concert, box thing. 1979. Pardon? My very first concert was Peter Frank. Oh, okay. My Max Blues Band, Boston Garden. Oh, the, awesome. So I got uh, to see him do that so- song three years after Frampton Comes Alive. That's cool. And wow. it was it was amazing when he got so to it. So Frampton Comes Alive, I think that was 76, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe it was 76, yeah. I saw mm-hmm. him in June of 79. Yeah. So so I, I know, like, you know, everybody, when they think about Peter Frampton, they think about the talk box, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But, man, he was just a hot guitar player. He was a, a very really good hot guitar, guitar player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look at, oh, your, yeah. look at your friend, Mr. David Bowie, who on the Spiders from Mars oh, yeah. E2 tour. The Stardust stuff, yeah. Picked up as his lead guitar player on that tour, Peter Frampton. Right. Mm-hmm. A, yes, they went to did. school together. And mm-hmm. I believe Peter Frampton's father was a professor at the school and told Peter about one of his students, David Jones, a.k.a. David Bowie. I think you've told this story before, yeah. I yeah, didn't know it until you told it, yeah. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. it's an actual true story, and that's how they first met up in school. But as, as guitar very players cool. go, Peter Frampton is genuinely a very, very good guitar player. I always just oh, thought yeah. of it as, yeah. you know, the talk box thing, and but, but I'm watching him play, and I'm like, damn, this guy's good. Oh, yeah. You really know where good. he got that from? Joe Walsh. Yeah, Joe Walsh used it, and <clears throat> Jeff did, Beck used uh, it too. Yeah, Jeff Beck, and um, but he didn't get it from Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh did it later, didn't he? Um, no, I think it the first time. Well, he heard it from somebody else way Rocky back. Rocky Mountain in the day. Way was later, wasn't it? Or I no, think it was, was it but earlier? I think I think there was no, no, something no, no. to do Rocky with Rocky Mountain Way was seventy three, I think. Oh, really? I, I'm pretty sure. I can look it up real quick on my. I mean, I don't, I'm not doubting you. I mean, but I mean, the sad thing is on five on five fingers, I can name. You've got you know, Frampton with his version. Um, probably the most recent big talk box thing we heard, honestly, in the '80s would have been Bon Jovi. Right, with, living um, on a prayer. Yeah, living on a prayer. Scorpions, the Zoo. That's all like yep. mostly talk box. Well, the the B section. Yep. Is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So Joe well. Walsh, Rocky Mountain Way was 1973. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he, he yeah. wasn't, but, but again, I mean, God, what a hot guitar player. I mean, take the talk oh, yeah. box and, and put it over here. You know, that was a well, gimmick thing, and that's what I think people remember him by, but he was hot. No, he was a very good guitar player. What, what I was getting at, Jay, those and, out there. what I was getting at with that is, I mean, that album was huge for Empton Comes Alive. Very big, just oh, huge. Oh, got to be in the top ten. Is, yeah, it, well, top it went 10 biggest selling. It went platinum right away. Yeah, yeah. And it I was, know it's it gone diamond, which one. is twenty-five yeah. million. Now his follow-up with "I'm in You" on it, I don't think anybody got mm-hmm. super excited about. I mean, it did well. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't have the same energy. But he'd already had two or three albums before "Comes Alive." Well, what, yeah, what I was wondering did. is this, and this is this was just a a thought. 
Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Eddie Van Halen, do you think that the public would have been looking at him as the guitar guy? Because Eddie came out in 77 and we never heard anything like that before. No, Eddie, Eddie no. was on a different level. Yeah. Right. So if he there had never been an was. Eddie. Right. Do you think Frampton would have been the guy everybody talked about? No. And I'll tell you why I say okay. that. Because you already had historically, you had the, the Trinity that was still going, which is Beck, Page, and Clapton. Clapton. And Clapton. And they yes. were still doing things. And they were arguably three of the greatest of all time. Clapton, he, at that point in time, I thought, in, in, in my mind, we had slow back, hands he'd become and, like a blues guy. No, he had. You yeah, know, and, and it wasn't like rock and roll guy. anymore. His first it was kind of bluesy. Was the Beano album with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. That's really where he came into fame. Mm-hmm. Pre Yards, pre Yardbirds, it was John Mayall and the Blues Breaker. And then all of a sudden he joined the Yardbirds that had already had Beck and Page and now had Clapton. And it was like, you know, they, I mean, the list of great guitarists in the 70s is so long. I mean, even something like Don Felder's solo on the Eagles Hotel California. I mean, right. you know, and Joe Walsh being in the same band. Well, I, I, look I, around, I, I, mean, I know well, you're you're speaking of it as a guitar player. Right hero thing i'm speaking of it as a general public perception thing because i'm looking at frampton doing this performance on midnight special he's young he's skinny yeah he's not a bad looking guy no and he's doing this crazy gimmicky stuff he's doing Mm -hmm. it in a way that i don't think anybody had ever done it before until he did exactly but he didn't follow it he it wasn't him and the reason i say that is because it didn't come back like he'd never done an instrumental here comes the first Van Halen album, and after Running with the Devil, you have a minute 27 of Eruption. Right. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. they made that statement right out of the gate. Like, you drop the needle, Running with the Devil, boom, Eruption. You're like, whoa. Like, they went for that. Peter I counted never three, put that out there. I counted well, three solo breaks, and do you feel like we did? Oh, yeah. And they're mm-hmm. all good. Mm-hmm. When he comes off the talk box, the last solo break, yeah. where it's like, yeah, and he comes off it and like, like that's an amazing solo break. But oh yeah, but it's all how you judge. It is. It's like thirteen minutes long, maybe. I heard the short version. The midnight special version is not that long. Oh, okay. The solo that stood out for me, actually, oddly enough, was the first one. Okay, and and what I liked about it was how he came out of it and went back into the chorus. Mm -hmm. He hit a note that was really cool. It was different than anything else. It's the resolve, kind of like it was a great resolve. Right, and we we had this talk, and I think this is where people are starting to catch on. And why I hate you too. Yeah, you know, you look at you look at patterns. Like if I say we're in the key of C, okay, we're in the key of C, and we're going to do a one four five. So you're you're saying you're starting on C. That's one. So D, E, F, G is four. Mm-hmm. A is five. Well, if you're soloing and you know you're coming back to C, the great guitar players out there are the ones that are like all over the place. Blah, 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 and then they suddenly come back to C. But they do but like they, a seventh or something. It was like, wow. Right, exactly. They, they yeah. bring this weird melody yeah. thing in and then they're back and you're suddenly like, Oh my God, this fits so perfect. I've often said, 
in my experience in music, and I stand by this 110%, the greatest solo I've ever heard that fits the song the most perfectly is about a two minute and 30 second song by Aerosmith called Home Tonight. And if you get a chance, look up the song Home Tonight. It's off Rocks. I believe Sounds it's the really last familiar. song on Rocks on vinyl. It's a short song, but when you hear the solo against the melody and the vocal and everything else, it is genuinely one of the most perfect things I've ever heard. And when I play it for guitar players that don't know it, they just look at me like, oh my God, that's perfect. Like it's just there. Nowadays, right. the problem with rock and roll, and I heard a great quote today of somebody saying, the reason rock and roll is not dead, it's not on the radio is, because too many guitar players are in bands trying to impress each other and they're not willing to write a good song. And I'm thinking, you know what? There's some validity to that, to that nowadays. Mm. Guitar players are going a little too extreme. They are going like, look what I can do. No, 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 write a great song. Give completely, me, girl, you really got me. Completely unrelated thought, Jay. No, but it's still staying in the no, guitar No, 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 what I'm about to say, not what you're saying. Oh, okay. You, you were on point. I'm telling you, I have oh, a completely whoa. unrelated Someone, Izzy, Izzy, get the tape. Get me a voice drop of him saying that, because that's you, never going to happen again. You're a Howard I'm Stern never fan. on point. You're a Howard Stern fan. Yes. What do they do when Marianne from Brooklyn calls in? Caw, caw, that's caw, what your dog caw. is doing. To you. That's what your dog is doing to you right My now. My dog is doing that right now. Barely. Seriously, I'm on the radio. It's or just TV. I'm me. on the computer. It's just barking. That's what Jay is doing. It's a sound effect. Like Howard's <laughs> putting it in there as a joke or something. <laughs> Just, just an observation. I'm sorry. I, I, was, yes. I had a Marion from oh, Brooklyn. I, and hold on. Fred just told me your dog's there is the logo for whatever's on the TV, the logo that the screensaver logo yeah, the that freaks her out. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently the dog's freaked out. Doesn't by the like logo the logo. On the TV. Doesn't like the logo on the TV. Yes. Yeah. So Bailey Understood. is now speaking her mind. Yeah. We're going to go to Mike from Maine. Mike from Maine. How are you today, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> if you're into Howard Stern, you know what that means. Sorry about that. I, I yeah, just, didn't mean to. I took Jay off topic, which is you know awesome. Wouldn't it be I awesome if we get a call? Wouldn't it be awesome if this show gets I, a call? Like, hey, we love what you guys are doing. We want you to come to Sirius. Awesome, yeah. we're there, dude. Well, I did last night. You, you couldn't make it, but um, Jay went off the rails. Like, and I went, okay, uh, let me put this train back on the rails. And he goes, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm coming back around full circle. And he did. He was real clever and he brought it right back on to the original time. He goes, see, I know how to drive a train. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because I, I, something else I was thinking about today and I don't know. There, are, I, I have a rule, and I've, I think I've told you guys the rule. I don't try to change anybody's mind over fifty. Right? Yeah, you said that. Their mind's yeah. made yeah. up. You have, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's solidified. That's who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, if a guy's not married by fifty, eh, you know what? Just be single. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. You Too know. late now. Yeah. Having said mm -hmm. that, I think that we do learn and we adapt and we recognize. Oh yeah. Our, shortcomings and you know if if there was something about you and i'm I, and this is a critique of yourself and there's no wrong answer if there was something about you that you feel like that you'd like to improve on to help you along with your career perhaps what might that be 
what might that personality trait be that you would like to change or try to as a dj yeah just to help you along with your career what what do you think would help you out i know what would and has helped me out was being open-minded and just being able to say you know analyze what's being said like some things that you've mentioned to me i'm not stuck in what i believe in i mean if you have some valid points and facts i've i have changed my mind on a number of topics that that's been brought up so i don't i don't know that i would really change much i I, you know i mean well you you've got a really good positive attitude i mean and that's something i really admire about you I wish I had that kind of attitude. I try to have that kind of attitude. I really do. You do. You do. Well, I try. I mean, it could be better. Yeah. You know, you do. it could be better. Um, I was thinking about our friend Jay today, though. I, I was thinking mm-hmm. about you specifically when I was thinking about this. Mm. And, and you know, I mean, there's something I think you missed the boat on. And I hope that as an elder statesman, you can get your head around it because I think you'd be a better DJ and a and just a happier guy if you did. Yeah, which is, is I think my you're number too hard one on goal. yourself. You're you too what? hard on yourself. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I know I you are, and no, it doesn't serve you. It does no, not serve you. Yeah, I, because... I I make weddings almost life and death sometimes, where it's like I'm I become so this has got to be, and my mixing and my this and my that. I'm I'm super critical. I was thinking about when you came out to LA. You were going to be the next. Oh yeah, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, and you saw something that discouraged you. Yeah, I and I'm like, okay, fine. Day. But then I'm watching this Peter Frampton thing today, and I'm thinking, Jay's that good. Jay could play that. Note for note, mm-hmm. he could play that. I, I genuinely. And if, if somebody was jamming by that, yeah. If somebody was jamming, and you got a guitar and just said, "Hey, riff," you could totally do that. Yeah, and you do it your way. Heard him play. Yeah, he's good off camera. He's he's actually very good. He's really good. And get the guy. I appreciate that. I really do. Have him warm up, and you know, like he's doing this for a week straight, and then oh my god. So and you know, and Jay also, as the song lyric goes, you've got the look. Oh, you do. Well, that's the sad thing. Is like I'm I'm playing the less the least I've ever played now. And and I'll be honest with you, I, <clears throat> it it might play into what you said. I went out of my way to buy the the Les Paul, and I've played it very little. And I think part of that is I I bought it with the understanding of I've always wanted this. This is what I need. This is that final piece of the puzzle. And you and you and you're afraid it. to put it into the puzzle. Yeah. Because when you do, now you're done. Why do you think my dad let a 65 Mustang sit for 35 years? Yeah. I mean, it was the same I totally understand train of thought. That. I know yeah, it was. I, I completely understand. He that. didn't admit it, but I'm thinking about what reason would he have to do this? It's the only thing I can come up with. Same thing Jay does. Yeah. He doesn't want to achieve the goal because if he does, there's nothing to look forward to. Right. The trip is my destination. But wait a minute yeah. now. I, I do this a lot, though. Like, the, just that little speaker thing I made for you. It's like, okay, what's next? You know, I've done stuff before. Okay, the Howie Buck. Okay, what am I going to come up with now? I don't know, but I know something will come to me. And I, I think you guys have that, too. 
um, I know that you've done it, Brian. It's like, okay. Uh, you know, John goes, geez, how are you guys going to top this show? And we come up with something like what three weeks ago was the most hilarious show ever, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, about, you know, that. Yeah. Right. Concert, right. You know? sure. I mean, it just, I don't know. The, you can't unsee some the, things. The knowing, <laughs> I know you no, brought it up and that's all I'm thinking about. But Jeez. the, but the inside of us knows that, okay, we don't have the answer right away, mm. but I know that I'll come up with something, another project, another cool thing, just because you have accomplished something that, that that's not an end. That's just a Agreed. okay transition I, to something else. I, Brian, it's going to yeah. happen to you where you're going to, they're going to come to you and they're going to say, we need this and we need you to create it. And right. it's going to happen. And I do it. But and don't you really, think that's yes. our that that's part of our talent trait is, you know, I, I can sit here and download every song. I could sit here and have a 200 terabyte hard drive, every song ever made on it. That wouldn't matter in the least showing up in an event. No, it, it doesn't matter no. at all. I can get brand new mics. I can have Howie help me with programming. I can have all my lights set up. I can do all this cool stuff. I mean, we were here last night talking with DJs who were talking about getting $7,500 a wedding. I'm like, but what are you doing? Well, because in my brain, it's like my sheer talent at the event is to go in there and focus on what's going to happen. And I hate to say it, guys, but even though I show up with a timeline and a list and all that, the moments that shine the brightest are the ones where somebody drops a glass in the middle of a toast and I make a crack like that. Right. My ability right. to off the cuff, the right. same with Brian and You're the same with guy. Howie. Yes. That's yes. that's our skill. If we walked yeah. into a venue mm -hmm. tonight, if someone came to me right now and said, hey, we have 10,000 people down the street, would you mind getting up and speaking to them for five minutes? No, I wouldn't mind at all. Well, what that's are you going to talk about? You know what? When I get on stage, I'll figure it out. If that's I could get in your that head. You can't get. If I could get in your head and change something and tweak something with, with you, Jay, because I, I know you well, I admire you, you and what you do. And I appreciate that. I love the, you. The, You're the, a good the friend. The thing that I would tweak in you, and I, every time you, you try to do it, I'd probably like send an electric shock to you somehow. And Ooh, cattle prod. Yeah, yeah. Cattle prod. I mean, every time wow, you get how it. we went there pretty fast. Hey, well, that's what I'm thinking. I'll build you, I was actually I'll build you a small one. I was going to say, I was thinking more about one. jumper cables at an appropriate place. Now I have a new project. <laughs> Why do my nipples hurt so much? Yeah. <laughs> You're close. Go down a few feet. Um, I tried to be PC. PG yeah, yeah, on this one. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John. Every time that Brian. you come up with an idea, yeah, it's it's a good one. I mean, it, it's something to play around with. I mean, talking about the Beatles last week, they would get an idea and they wouldn't sit around and say, ah, no, John had a better idea. They'd be like, oh, let's work with that. Ringo would say, I want to be under the scene in Octopus's Garden right after they did get back. Right. right. And everybody's like, that's cool. Let's work with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They weren't they weren't like comparing their like Ringo's idea to, to, to Paul's idea. They right. were just, hey, they're all ideas. Let's run with it. But I it's think it's difficult that, to get a group to do I think that. that sometimes you compare your ideas to other people's ideas. Oh, I oh, oh all and the time. That is, I think, not serving you well. No, it's not. I'll I'll give you the so idea I came up with stop. years ago. No, ten 
at least 10 years ago, I came to Pulse and I go, hey, I got an idea. He goes, what? I said, here's the idea. We need to make, or maybe like eight years ago, whenever apps had kind of started, I said, I got an idea for an app. He goes, what is it? I said, it's for single girls. So let's say you're a single girl, you're going to go on a date. And we, we come up with a company where the girl would call us or text us or whatever and say, hi, this is Sally Smith. It's seven o'clock on Sunday. I'm going to the movies with a man named Howie Darkstar. And I should be home at 11. But if this I'm going to be late, number. I'll let you know. <laughs> and if it's now midnight. So the company or the app would then text Sally and say, hey, Sally, are you home yet? And if Sally didn't respond within an hour, we would have a phone number of our good friend we could call. And the name of the app I wanted was, um, where am I now? And it was then eventually the parents' phone numbers would be, you would give this whole outline of your biography of like, hey, here's my parents, here's my sister, call this one, call that one. Because it came to me one day when I saw, how has this girl been missing for four days and nobody knew? Like, as a man, I've never worried about going out on, on the night, but I've dated girls and known women who've gone out with some guy that tried to either rape them or abuse them or do something to them, mm -hmm. and there was no way for them to get help. Granted, now my iPhone, I can touch a button and it dials 911, but eight or nine years ago, that wasn't there. And he looked at me like, you're kidding. This is the greatest idea ever. And he found that a company had already started doing it. And I'm like, well, that's a good thing. They've already started doing it. I didn't get upset about mm -hmm. it. But mm -hmm. I mean, look at the 24-hour DJ set. I was in the shower on a Monday. I did the set eight days later or nine days later. I did yeah. it. That's the way these things work. They just, hey, what do you think of this? But I don't get to try them out because once I get the idea, I kind of park it and go, okay, cool. That's an idea. What else do I have? Oh, that's fine. That's the brainstorming thing. And, and that's cool. What, what I'm talking about is you thinking to yourself, hey, I've got this idea to do this thing. And then you look in your rearview mirror. Ah, look who's behind me. I don't know. Better drive faster. Better not do that thing. Better move on to the next thing. Who's in my side mirrors? Uh, fuck that, man. Just drive. Don't worry about who's in yeah, your side no, mirrors, right. your rear view. I, 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 do you I, and just just, just punch 100%, it and go. 100%. I mean, 100%. you're, you're, no, you're over totally 50, so I'm not going to change your mind. But if I could, that's, that's what I would mean? talk I'm sorry, to you what? about. I'm sorry, yeah. what? I'm sorry, what? I have an I, idea. I heard that wrong. Listen, I, I heard have, that. I wrong. have an Something idea. About over thirty. Let me let me float this by you. When I was in Boston last week, um, there, and I forgive me if I pronounce the name wrong, but um, it was the Rigozo. Um, uh, oh yeah, wife. the Rigozo brothers or something. No, it's a Ragusa. male and female, and he was DJing. And she was playing guitar along to it. Why couldn't you break out that guitar? Yeah. And play along with it, sling it around your neck. You 
you know, you're back and then you just go and do your oh, thing. Oh, I've thought about that with him too. It's like, oh, my God, he could like solo could, over black could, IPs, B sections or whatever off. he wants There's to do. guys out there drumming, doing drumming things. I, I more prefer the guitar and I think <sighs> you could pull it off. You know what's crazy, oh. Howie? I mean, there's speakers like the Evolve 30M out there that Jay can make a phone call and have. They got oh. built-in stuff for that with effects that he could play with it as gigs. I know. I remember when you had your uh, son-in-law, Eris, yep. and you did that video, and they tried to say, hey, wait a minute, uh, and he played it so well and dialed it in that that the logarithm thought us. that the, they blocked it. They thought that he yeah. they were playing the video. copyrighted yeah. music. Yeah, That's yeah. how cool that is. Well, that, this, this isn't going to make anybody's night. And if anything, this is going to upset everyone in the room. But I not only spoke with Chris Cox about this, I spoke with DJ Ashba about this. And DJ Ashba is now doing what he calls GDM, which is guitar dance music. And I talked to Chris and said, you know, it'd be cool. And it started about, I'm not lying, 20 years ago. Well, Chris is a player too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's good. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big time. Um, and said to him, like, hey, I'd love to come do, I think metal and dance would work together. Because there are two audiences that can go to a show alone and have a good time. What do you think? Mm -hmm. So we're still mm -hmm. kind of, you know, doing a little bit of a discussion. But well, yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't thought it. of it till I saw that last week. I like, like that. That's good wow. to hear. But wouldn't it be fun, Jay, just to do it your way? Just to not worry about like trying to trying to completely conceive the idea and just go out there and do it. Just yeah. have it with you. And if you don't play it all night, that's fine. But yeah. if there's a there's a song that's got this B section in it and you just want to solo over it, just we do it do something and see what they do. Well, right. I was at the DJ Collective and they had a fucking saxophone. Excuse me, John. They had a saxophone player show up and it was mm -hmm. Dawson High, who's like a 16 year old DJ prodigy not really but um and this guy playing saxophone from new jersey in a like weird suit and like he would just start playing saxophone tic tacs don't leave home without him hint that's a hint <laughs> unless your dog, dog gets threw those them. at you no the dog got into my backpack oh it's been raining yeah. here which means the dog's the dog not wanted going you to out have them the dog loves water, the dog's loves the pool, loves the hose, but can't go outside. Exactly. So, <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, wow, saxophone with a DJ? And they're like, oh, we sell this for like five grand. I'm like, and all of a sudden I'm like, am I, but here's my logic. Honestly, Brian, and if I were to say to a bride and groom, like, this is part of what I do, or this is who I am, they might view it as, oh, this is awesome. Whereas I might in my head be like, Am I trying to like superstar this wedding? Am I trying to take over and well, you, you or am I have, making this a different? No, no, event? that's a that's a valid, it's a valid objection or a valid right. concern, absolutely. But on the yeah. other hand, there's a time and a place, so right. yeah. you got to pick and that time. There are times in the evening where you can right. do anything and nobody cares anymore. Oh yeah, nobody cares. Right? Like, nobody cares. Well, I don't know. Again, Your weddings they are, are paying you to entertain them. What's right. wrong with you entertaining? We them? got it in our heads. And, and it's true. Uh, I, I think that we should remember it, that we are the man behind the curtain and we should really, you right. know, at a wedding, we should like really, hey, you should be the star. Now, I know right. your weddings are 
typically shorter than the ones I do. Like, They're about two hours, Brian. Go ahead, say it. I know yours are 12 hours. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying, you know, for two hours. It started five, they ended seven. I mean, it's a difficult. <laughs> for an life. hour and a half to two hours, I got stuff I got to do that's, that's going to highlight the bride and groom. After about an hour and a half to two hours, they're tired. Right. And they just want to hang. And, and it's a when party I for the guests. Knucklehead and right. I do it. Well, and that so, makes sense because then you come out there and just start like crushing it. There's a there, there's a, a point in the evening and it's, it's it's within. Yeah, it's within the two hour period. Right. Where they'll come up to me and say and they'll say it in this fashion. You did a fantastic job. We couldn't be happier. Right. Not you're doing a fantastic job. To me, that says we're done. Thank you Great. for, for yeah. have, help, helping us realize our dream because you did it. Now I can do anything. And right. that's when I go free form. And that's when it gets interesting. And they still like it. But oh, no. But I've like, yeah. we joke about the tan and tall thing with Pulse. Right. Like that, the name, like he's like, I'm tall and I'm tan. Okay, right. great. That's what <laughs> And I've had those days where I'm driving like to events going, man, this is how the tour will go. He'll DJ, we'll get these songs put together and I'll just play guitar on stage, whether it's harmonics, I'll do a yep. solo run, I'll do a yep. thing. We could do yeah. this whole thing because there's a lot of songs that already have it. Yeah, you when we could. go on tour, we can stay in the same hotel room like always. We can chill, we can talk, we'll be on the bus, I'll practice, he can come up with songs, we'll get a writer. Like, I've, I've made this get all the way up to like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Madison Square Garden. We're tan and tall, go. <laughs> like, like, I don't go small on this stuff at all. My agent gets too much money. I've got to go big. You have to take anything. a small step and take that thing out of the case and start playing. I think it, that's probably the first thing I should do. Well, well you know what? Be... I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell to for to both of you. Okay. Now that you've brought it up to me, and now that we have this new technology with these laptopy things that we're talking on and all that, mm -hmm. I've decided my next official gig, believe it or not, my next paying gig. Now that right. my Sunday got canceled, my next actual paying contracted gig is in april it's december okay so obviously in my mind i will pick up events as we go i've already got right, you will tomorrow. yeah stuff will happen so i'm not worried sure. but sure. this would be a great opportunity to redo the office behind me and set it up where maybe it's time for me to go to twitch and do exactly what we're talking about i, and I have think a that's a good idea of some Good house practice. music excellent but idea you know what i'm going to be playing while i dj so exactly let, yeah. let no, me, you don't let have me give myself a goal time. of next week no 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 not the whole, no 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 not the whole, it's not like scratching if you do it all night it's boring no no it's once totally in a while boring. it's cool you but, know but just accent yeah. things and accent tracks and right let, let me look at what right. i need to get to get the amplifier into the sound card i think it would be interesting for you yeah. to well, you can mic it. That's all you got to do. Just mic it. But what, what I think um, would be interesting would be to come up with some songs and you, that you like. Don't worry oh, yeah. about what's popular. No. Think about songs you like. I remember nice by Dead Mouse and things like that. Over. Yeah. No, 100%. And practice and that. Go. Yeah. You can do that tonight. Yeah. And just I go for it. Yeah. No, I and I appreciate the push because it's one of those things that 
you know, I've always told myself and other people until everyone knows about it, like it's a dream until you announce it, then it becomes a project. It's an idea. Like, it's just an idea. No, no you're, yeah, it's don't your overthink head. this. Just right. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. No, well, I'm yeah. literally trying to I'm, think like young people. Let's just I'm, try I'm, things. I'm almost within arm's reach. I'm yeah. about four feet away from two guitars and an amplifier. And even I thought today, I'm like, you know, you spent a lot of money on this stuff. Have, you may want to actually start using it and you don't have, have to justify the purchase. Just enjoy well, it, you know? But you know what it becomes, Brian? It becomes that thing of after school and high school, coming home and playing for three and four hours a day, seven, eight days a week. And it became the only goal, the only, the only right. thing you viewed. And even now, today, I'm watching a guitar. I'm watching Paul Gilbert of Mr. Big explain how to play something. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that's okay. So I can do that. Okay. Oh, he did this. Okay. I, well, I still, my brain still thinks I'm in high school trying to learn things, but I'm also at the same go. time not picking there. it up and going. Do it. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know, the force just go. Yeah. Yeah. Just go. You, you know, you know, the force already. Just and another way to look at it is share it with us and with right. others. You well, like Twitch is about people happy. Yeah. Why not do it? I'll tune in for that Twitch episode. Just, All right. I will just if you're going to try it for one song for 10 seconds, I'll tune in for it. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'll be there. Let me know. It'll, it'll certainly, it'll give me that moment where it does now with Twitch about I can DJ something, but it would be just, even better if I could say, well, you know what? Damn it. Let's do this because I know this will work. I know we're worry, worry less about the mix and worry more about the programming and then just throw your oh, yeah. riff in. Yeah. I, just I think you might have fun with that. No, I yeah. think I'd have a blast. I, with that. I just hope that you don't have a backlash like Dylan did when Dylan went electric and there was a big backlash. Oh, Jay Brandon goes electric. Oh, well, and no. it ruined his career. He's been analog for yeah. so long. Where, where did Dylan go from there? Like, no one ever heard of him after. Oh, wait a second. After, oh, wait a minute. No, oh, that's funny right. you mentioned that. I, I was watching reaction videos to We Are the World, and a lot of these young people were hitting most of the people. When they got to Dylan, like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> nobody knew who he was. Yeah. That it's, was it's like, yeah. they use Dylan all the time when they go, would Dylan have made it through The Voice or would Dylan have made it through America's no, Got Talent no. or The American right. Idol? No, he would not have. No. Right. no. Elton John wouldn't either. No, and hence why I can't stand those shows. That's right. the Tuesday Night Music show. You're fast-tracking somebody who already has <laughs> talent. talking about music. But, you <laughs> know. can't stop. He's digging He wants to go into OT on this. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, wait. He oh, has a work clock. ethic like oh, you yeah. wish you had. We're, yeah, we're at the... At the hour, now he's got to go. He's got to program a show for the Dallas Cowboys or something, <laughs> right? Somewhere up there, or do like, something with the cheerleaders. It's none of our business. We, we don't other. know, we don't <laughs> care. That's right. He's going to send the video to us, and it's going to be this like Trans Siberian Orchestra Christmas show. And I'm going to be like, This, yeah, things I don't need to, but see. he's still going to walk around with the iPad, like, Check it out, look what I did right here. Like, like how I did this. I'm going to show you guys something here. Look Boom, at all of a sudden. There's Eric sweating every second of it. Worried about the mics cutting out. Yeah. That's an Eric thing. It'll yeah. all be fine. I promise. Now, what are you next eating? Week, tune in it next is. week for, uh, for the, um, the, the Neo from the Matrix impersonation. I wear the black uh, contest. Coat. I've got yes. my money on Jay. I think I'll lose and so will Howie. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I'm expecting yeah. that beard, dude. 
Make it happen. Yeah. I'm not shaving. Make it happen. All right. We'll see you next Going time. Thanks record, for watching. No